Good morning. I am Shashank studying in Maharishi Markandeshwar Institute of Physiotherapy and Rehabilitation. The name of the story is Two Red Roosters by Manohar Malgonkar. When the big buffalo died, it was end of the world. Admittedly, he was weak and old and emaciated. But why did he have to die just then? at the beginning of the ploughing season. Sonba knew the answer to that too. The big buffalo had died because he, Sonba, had failed to propitiate the churel who lived in the palace tree at the edge of his field. Every year, when the harvest was gathered, the churel had to be given her due, a red rooster to be sacrificed at the foot of the palace tree. It had been like that from his father's days and long before that, except for this last year, and now the churel had struck. Sonma left the dead buffalo and walked to his field. He stood facing the palace tree, his hands folded and his head bowed, and prayed, O evil spirit of the underworld, you who walk with back to front feet, this humble slave has failed in his duty, and you have rightly punished him by taking away his big buffalo. Listen to my prayer. O mighty Churel, let my past sins be forgotten. Let me have the means to plough this field which is under your protection. Let me be able to borrow from the landlord for ploughing my field or let me be able to borrow the money to buy another buffalo. Do this, O mighty one, and I shall sacrifice to you on a dark, moonless night two red roosters in the place of the one that I have failed to give. The man in the jeep wore a sun helmet and crumpled khaki shorts and shirt. Is that the jungle sahib? Sonba asked one of the villagers gathered round the jeep. Jungle sahibs come on bicycles, the other said. This one must be the cattle sahib or the road sahib. Listen, O oh brothers from this village, boomed the man from the jeep. I have come to tell you how to grow more food to tell you that with the right methods you can double the output of your fields. Oh, he is one of those Kheti sahibs the village pundit pronounce who tell you how they get 30 cartloads of wheat in foreign lands merely by pressing a button. A ripple of laughter went through the gathering which caused the village headman to look stern and raise his hand and say, Shush, shush, don't interrupt the Kheti sahib. What was it you were saying? The sahib asked the pundit, but the latter sat with a blank face and pretended that he hadn't said a word. What is the government doing about my application for a loan to buy a buffalo? Sonba asked. I wrote three weeks ago as soon as my big buffalo died. It is no use telling us how they produce rice in Japan, one of the bolder villagers said, or telling us how in America every farmer has a double-storied house and a score of buffaloes. There are no buffaloes in America, retorted the sahib. They have machines that do the work of men. One machine that does the work of a hundred buffaloes. No machine can plow a field like a buffalo can, Sonba put in. Shush! Shush! The headman shushed. Ha! Ha! The sahib laughed. Even a small tractor can plow deeper and quicker than a team of dozen buffaloes and drink more petrol than a dozen buffaloes drink water. The pundit said, Shush! Shush! said the headman. 
the Kheti Sahib removed his helmet and wiped his forehead with a khaki handkerchief. It is people like you, he exclaimed, ignorant people like you, who keep the country from going forward. You never want to learn anything new. How can anyone who has seen a tractor? We have been shown many tractors, retorted one of the villagers, but we have never seen one ploughing. Ah, but you will see one tomorrow, ploughing a furrow deeper than any buffalo can plough. Sahib, there is a great difference between ploughing one furrow and ploughing a whole field. It is always the last 10 furrows that are killing. How can we have time to show the tractor in every village if we have to plough fields everywhere? Besides, even if I were to agree to plough a whole field, that would not be possible since all your fields are already ploughed or should be ploughed if you are diligent farmers. Oh no, Kheti Sahib, Sonba said. My field by the palace tree is still unploughed. Let us see what your tractor can do there. All right, said the Kheti Sahib. Oh, all right, and he mopped his forehead again. The next morning, the tractor came with four assistants, all wearing Sahib topis, and since the big Kheti Sahib had warned that the demonstration must be flawless, the whole village watched in growing amazement how Sonba's field was ploughed in neat nine-inch furrows as it had never been ploughed before. By the afternoon, the whole field was done and ready for the seed. And on the night of the new moon, there lay at the foot of palace tree, encircled by a garland of marigold flowers, two headless red roosters. Sonba had paid up his debt to the churel.